You are listening to the Atlanta Real Estate Forum radio show, all about real estate edition. Shining a light on the movers and shakers in the real estate industry. The home builders, developers, realtors, and suppliers making it all happen. And now, here are today's hosts. Good morning and welcome back to the All About Real Estate Edition. I am your host, Todd Schnick, joined by my co-host and friend, Carol Morgan. Uh, Before we kick things off, however, we do want to thank New American Funding for being our 2021 show sponsor, now our 10th year on the air. 2020 was great with them as our partner, but 2021 promises to be even better. And good morning, Carol. Happy New Year to you. What a way to kick off the new year. Happy New Year to you as well, Todd. It's very exciting to finally be in 2021. Yes. And I'm even more super excited with today's guest. I feel like we really scored to get this woman on. So we're joined today by Patty Arviello. She's president and co-founder of New American Funding. Welcome to the show, Patty. Thank you so much for having me and Happy New Year to both of you. Well, same to you and uh, grateful for your time. No, you're awfully busy getting ready to kick off the new year. So really appreciate uh, you uh, joining us this morning. And uh, I think I can speak on behalf of Carol. And we just uh, want to tell you how grateful we are for your support for this show. Uh, it has been a great partnership and we're looking forward to this new year. So Patty, before we get into uh, new American funding and all the cool stuff you got planned for the coming year, uh, take a second and inform our audience about you and your background. Wow. So it would take a lot more than a second with 39 (laughs) years in this industry. So (laughs) I will go give you the fast track Um, at the very young age of 16. You know, we all go looking for our first jobs. And I, of course, was looking for what job would pay me the most money for the time I was going to commit to working. So I found a job. I fell into a job in mortgage credit reporting and didn't really even know what a mortgage was. And uh, it was just a data entry position. And then I just started to kind of fish around and find out who was making more money than me. And so I would ask the people who were calling in, you know, how much money do you make? And why do you even need these reports? I said, oh, you know, we do mortgage loans. I'm a processor. So back in those days, previous to the internet, I rolled out the Sunday paper and started looking for loans in the, in the mortgage industry and just kind of fell into it and then started on, on that lower rung on the ladder and just started climbing up. Didn't really see myself so much in this industry, but I did see the almighty dollar and it increased as I would get more knowledgeable in different trades from being a loan opener to a loan processor. And then I, at the ripe age of 19, met a gentleman that said, you know, here's a box of cards, go ask realtors for loans. And I did. And that was just kind of the the beginnings of my 39 year. I'll be celebrating my 40th year, 2021. Uh, I'll be 56 and in 40 years in the same industry. So there's wow. something to be said about committing to an industry. <laughs> no doubt about that. Yeah. That is inspirational and impressive. And it's interesting. I think that there's so many great careers out there that sometimes it is kind of fun to take a step back and say, you know, what am I passionate about and what can I make a living doing? So kudos to you for figuring out both of the answers to to those questions. Oh, I guess the next question is really what inspired you to start New American Funding? You know, how did you go from mortgage processing to starting a company? It was it was my my co-founder and now my husband who was much more the entrepreneur. I, I had always worked for a paycheck. And so I was really married to, you know, the first and the fifteenth and that paycheck heating my hand. So 
being an entrepreneur and learning how to be an entrepreneur are two different things. I had to learn how to be an entrepreneur, meaning that, you know, it took a long time for me to, to get over the, what, I'm putting my own money on the line and risking it to run this company. And I would say that I, I learned how to be an entrepreneur. So at that point in time, we were one of the largest mortgage brokers in the country. And my husband just looked at me and said, you know, if we really want to build generational wealth for our family, we have to become a mortgage banker. And I said, oh, no, I'm a really, really good at what I'm doing. I don't want to learn how to do something else, which was the beginning of me realizing that you never stop learning, right? Yes, every day I'm trying to learn something new now because I had such a I'm done mentality and realizing now that you're never really done. And so I think that just taking that sentimental risk and then the mortgage meltdown happening, and we just always really did good loans. We never did subprime loans because I came from an underwriting and credit background. So I said, you know, these loans don't make sense to me. There's no way I'm going to fund them on my credit line. So we just stuck with FHA loans. And then when the mortgage meltdown happened, it, we were one of very few companies left standing, and that gave us really a head start into what now today we employ 5,000 employees across the country. So sometimes it's a little bit of luck and a lot of common sense, but and a little bit of risk taking, but not so much that, you know, I risked our company by doing loans that didn't make sense. That makes perfect sense. You know, and I think as women, we're not as much. Uh, into risk as men are, you know, men are, you know, women seem to be a little bit more risk adverse, at least, you know, I guess that's how I've been in my business as well. But of course, you know, I own a marketing firm, which it's got lots of women in the industry, lots of women start marketing firms. But what's it like to be a woman owner and leader of a mortgage company when the majority of the mortgage companies out there are owned by men? You know, until about eight years ago, I never really looked up. <laughs> I just had my head down. And then when I did, and I found myself very alone and without peers that felt the same way I did in running a business, I then took it upon myself as a personal mission to increase what I saw in our industry and really increase what our company looked like as far as diversity and inclusion, mm-hmm. you know, look like. This was years ago. Right now, today, we employ, I think we're 60% women over men at New American Funding, and we're 43% minority employed. I happen to be a Latina. So, you know, I think that the mirrors in your companies reflect who you are as a company, and that way then people feel, they feel just really cherished and desired in my platform because they're very, they play very important roles. You have a woman owner and a male owner, and so you have, you know, women that feel empowered and that And I hope, because I say that I hope that I'm teaching every single day that this young generation can be me because there isn't a school of mortgage banking. So I I take that role very seriously. And I know that when I leave this industry, it's going to be a lot more diverse. But I think it's exciting at some, a lot of times I feel like I'm at the forefront of this real significant change in our industry. And sometimes I feel frustration as well. So but that frustration and, and drives me to make a difference. And so I run a mentorship program for women in the industry that can join me for a once a week call for a month. And then they can stay in constant contact with me so that I can mentor them through different segments of the business and how to break the glass and to really rise in this industry. That's fantastic. And, you know, you look at the new home industry and the 
you know, real estate industry. And there are so, so many opportunities for women. And typically, they're industries where women can make a greater percentage on the dollar. So the discrepancy between what a man makes and what a woman makes is not as great in most of those industries. And we're seeing more and more women get into the um, construction trades as well, which I just love seeing. So thank you for your part in helping women to see what they can do and embracing diversity. Thank you. So, Patty, goodness, uh, we have thankfully turned the calendar. and We're now in 2021. Looking back on 2020, what a what a year. I mean, <laughs> there's so much that we can say about what a crazy year it was. Uh, it was, uh, if you were a business owner, it was great to, to survive 2020. But it looks like New American Funding not only survived, but thrived. So congratulations on that. Talk about how you navigated through 2020. And with us, a, a large organization with 5,000 employees, uh, how did you do it? You know, I'm super grateful that the, the company is made up of wonderful leaders um, that have been with us for a really long time. And so I had a lot of strength in, in, in the support of what was going on. Early on, you know, in January of 2020, when my husband started to hear the words pandemic, he went out and bought every laptop he could get his hands on. And I'm like, what are you doing? And then come March, you know, it became everyone's reality. And we were completely virtual within 48 hours. Wow. Our productivity is up 45%. And really, we're in an industry where we've been able to help people navigate the pandemic by lowering their mortgage payments. And in the other, in the other flip side, we've helped people through forbearance. And, you know, so it's... it's <laughs> I've called it the year of silver lining. Like we all had to find the silver lining. And I, and the thing that I felt in the beginning was a lot of anxiety that I shared with my team members, just like, this is going to be okay. And, and not see, being able to see that light at the end of the tunnel was tough, I think for everyone. But at the end of the day, the whole world's in the same boat. And I think that we, at our company, at least, we would consistently say how really lucky we were and fortunate we were and navigate the way we did you know, coming into 2021, I think now we see the light at the end of the tunnel. And I think that will, that I'm hoping that people can get back on their feet. Businesses can get back to conducting businesses, especially restaurants and, and, you know, just the beauty industry and all the industries that have been impacted so much and that we can really help these people stay in their homes. That's really my main focus this year is working with clients that, that have been uh, in forbearance and, and helping them work out a solution so that we keep people in their homes. You know, that's something that we were very impressed with how Kelly Allison and her team handled that in the Atlanta market. You know, I know they reached out to a large number of clients who'd already closed, you know, loans with New American Funding and said, hey, you know, we can offer you a lower percentage rate. Is that something that came from the top down and and happened nationwide with New American Funding or was that an Atlanta initiative? No, it, it was a company initiative, but I'll tell you, you know, we have very few leaders like Kelly in our company. We have about eight senior leaders that run several billion dollars worth of business a year. So we're very close team. Kelly in the team across the country and I, I mean, we're together a lot. We align on our visions and obviously her being one of my very few women leaders. I have Kelly and I am another young woman in the North, in the Midwest, you know, her and I, definitely speak the same language. She runs that, that division with her heart. And that is a pro. And in this, in this situation with people struggling the way they were, 
it really took a lot of heart. And then the, use, utilizing the tools with the lower interest rates to, you know, give, get, go out and do the outreach because oftentimes people don't even know where to start. I mean, refinancing is not an easy process. And I think that with the outreach that uh, the Atlanta team did, it really helped even just areas of that we focus on, which is a lot of low to moderate income families. We try to get them into homes and keep them in homes. I think that that outreach was critical. And I will give her kudos because she brainstorms and I still sometimes steal her ideas. <laughs> so, <laughs> and that's, that to me is good leadership when you can see it in other leaders and I'm not so confident in my ability that I'm like, Hmm, that was a good idea. I'm going to do that myself in other parts of the country. So well, I'm always learning from her and I think she's always learning from me. And I think that's what's created such a really good synergy between the two of us. Well, we have really treasured our conversations with Kelly on this show. She is a dynamic lady. Uh, we, uh, we look forward to our continued partnership with her. You know, I was chuckling when you were telling the story of your husband buying up some laptops as the pandemic was beginning to rage. That's not the only time you guys have invested in technology. And I would love for you to comment on how you continue to do that and how that's going to impact the future of your work. Yeah, so that's the really perfect synergy between my co-founder and my husband and I is that when I drug him into this wonderful industry called the mortgage industry years ago, he came to the office and saw me putting loans you know, on stickies and then putting them on a magnet and then putting them on a magnet board in order for me to track my pipeline. So he said, oh no, I got to automate you. <laughs> so from the beginning of Patty and Rick and the beginning of New American Funding, there was a sense of that this industry was far behind where it should be with technology. So we've homegrown most of our technology through the 20 years we've had New American Funding. You know, the dynamics and the demographics of buyers are changing and what you look like on the internet. We focused on reviews really matter and the story of of how we operate and what we are as a company, that story has to be told because it matters to really a lot to the millennial buyers, but really what's going on right now around diversity and around just the impact of George Floyd. I really feel like me being a diverse leader and one of the very few that we've done such a really good job of creating synergies and markets where have been untapped. You know, right now we lead by percentage in home ownership and lending to the Hispanic communities and into the African-American community. So we have a real focus in hand-holding and really catering to markets where they have the, the great need and the great desire to own a home. And so we want to be in those markets. It's really important and it's core to our DNA. Fast credit approvals, accelerated loan processing, expedited underwriting, Call your new American Funding Loan Officer today to get pre-qualified. For more information, call New American Funding at 678-898-3540. That's 678-898-3540. that is the perfect segue into our next topic. I wanted to talk about you know, the African-American initiative. I think you'll call it the American dream. And Kim Arrington here in Atlanta has really led that charge and done a fantastic job. But talk a little bit about that initiative, both internally with employees and then the culture of the company and how that ex- affects your external customers. So I am a, I'm, I'm a Latina. So, you know, for me, it was very natural to want to focus on the Hispanic market. So I started that roughly eight years ago when I 
aligned with a national organization that focuses on sustainable home ownership to the Latino community. I was then challenged by an African-American gentleman at a mortgage industry event saying, you know, you're doing such a great job for Latinos. Why, you know, what, what are you doing for African-Americans? And I said, you know what, that's a great question. So I went back to work and I got Kim Merrington on the phone and several of my team members. And I said, listen, I want to make this happen. I need it. I'm going to be your tool, like your engine. I need you to drive it for me. So we all came together and we came up with New American Dream which was focusing on the issues that African-Americans were having and preventing them from attaining home ownership. And we rolled that out in 2016. Roughly at that time, we were 4% of our lending was to the Black communities. Now 11% of our lending is into the Black community. So you can see when you put a focus on something and you have the engagement of your team members, you can make great things happen. And the way we did that was in recruiting. You know, I really feel like you need to mirror the communities you serve. That's what we did in the Latino community. I would recruit Latino employees, teach them how to be loan originators, and then put them in the communities where we were trying to engage. That's exactly the same thing we're doing is driving the talent, teaching, educating, and giving them tools so that they can focus on their communities that they want to serve. So it's just really mirroring the communities has been the key secret to our success in both markets. Well, speaking of one of your great Latino leaders, uh, we have the pleasure of reconnecting with Jose Placencia later this month, who is uh, one of your branch managers in, in the Atlanta market. What a dynamic fellow, and boy, is he passionate about his work. And, you know, Patty, talk on, on how you embed this into your culture. You touched on it, but I mean, a lot of organizations will hire someone and say, all right, we've completed our, our we've checked the box on our diversity and we have some good language on our on our brochure, but it's it's more talk than action. Uh, it is so clear from from your investment and how you empower your people to focus on on your African American and your Latino outreach uh, that it it is it is part of your DNA now, and it, it is it is a big part of how you guys go to market, and it's having a tremendous impact. Talk about how you actually do that and get everyone to buy in and, and believe how important this is. Well, this is where there's the great need of diversity around leaders, right, in leadership. I happen to be a woman Latina leader. So you have, you know, I check a lot of boxes, right? So I am a diverse leader and I come from a background similar to those that I'm trying to lead. That's why diversity is one thing. Inclusion is the ticket, though. You can have the hire the person, but if they're not included in around the table of the decision making that's going on in the company, it doesn't work. Like I used to say, my competitors would just hire, oh, you can be the Patty Arbiello of the company, meaning the Hispanic leader. It's one thing to hire somebody, it's one thing to give them the voice that's needed to push those initiatives forward. And I think that's what we do really, really well. I listen to everyone. I am not African American, but yet we are leading this effort because I'm including the people around the table that make the decisions that are needed in those communities that we're trying to serve. So I think that the DNI effort, it used to frustrate me because I felt like a, it was like a HR manual type of, you know, you got to do it. I've been saying for years, if you're not inclusive and you don't look diverse, like this country looks, you will be out of business. It's just plain and simple to me. So it's been a mission of ours for a really long time, but I think that it's because I lead the effort. And I am from the same background and can run the company and see where we need to be because of where I've come from. 
Yeah. And, and, you know, it's got to come from the top down, too. And the fact that you embrace it and live it and understand it and share that with everyone who works for you, it makes it very easy for them to have a role model and know what to do and how to move forward. So again, thank you for everything you do there. It is obvious from our conversations with the various different people who work for New American Funding in Atlanta that they are passionate about the company and that they believe in diversity and embrace it. It's just a pleasure to see that. And it's it's fueling the success because you are now reflecting what the world looks like and what the population here looks like. So instead of ignoring this whole diverse group of buyers, you've embraced them and, and helped them to figure out how to, to live the American dream of home ownership. So, so thank you for yeah. that. Um, it's my greatest joy. Absolutely. I love it so much. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about 2021. You know, what is your advice going into 2021 for any of our listeners, you know, related to, you know, mortgages and new homes and embracing that? And, and where do you see uh, new American funding going into 2021? Well, I think that, you know, 2021 was going to still be a low, lower rate environment. And I think looking at home ownership should be something that everyone should do. And a lot of times we were like, how do I even start? I Pre-qualification is free. It costs nothing to pre-qualify for a home mortgage loan. And even if you have just the slightest desire to own a home, you should call New American Funding or a company like ours and get pre-qualified because there's the roadmap. It'll, we will give you that roadmap of what it looks like to own a home. And I think that that should be on everybody's goal list. Everybody should refinance, take advantage of these lower rates. And, and I know it's a pain. I don't even like to refinance my own loans, you know, collecting all your paperwork, but it is worth it. And I don't think that we're going to see these historically low rates forever. I think this year, we, 2021, we will, just because of the needs that we have around catering to the impact of the pandemic around forbearances. So I would tell everybody to take advantage of that and, you know, just take it one day at a time. I think a lot of prior to 2020, I was planning my whole life out, planning every trip out. But now you can't really do that because you don't know where you can go. So kind of just living day by day has been something that I've had to do the last year. And it's, I can tell you, it's been a little refreshing, a little nice. Yeah, I don't understand exactly what you're saying. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Well, Patty, we know you're busy and have things to do. Speaking of living day to day, I know you got to get moving. So yeah, we are so grateful that you carved out some time to visit with us. Uh, again, on behalf of Carol, we are so grateful for your continued support of this show. And, and we are very proud to be able to help tell the story and expose more of your amazing work to our audience. So grateful for that. Before we let you go, should anyone need to connect with you or learn more? about New American Funding and all of your great initiatives and programs, where do they go? Oh, you can go to our website, newamericanfunding.com. I also have pattyrviello.com where I highlight my mentorship program that I do just for people, not just in the mortgage industry. I do it for women in business, men in business, real estate, mortgage, title. So you can find a lot of great information on my Instagram account, pattyrviello as well. Outstanding. Patty Arviello, the president and co-founder of New American Funding. Patty, again, great to have you and Happy New Year. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure. Pleasure was indeed ours. All right. Well, that wraps this week's All About Real Estate Edition. On behalf of our show sponsor, New American Funding, my co-host, Carol Morgan, I am Todd Schnick. It's all the time we have for today. Thank you for tuning in and listening. And as we kick off 2021, we look forward to seeing you right here tomorrow. We'll see you then. 
Atlanta Real Estate Forum Radio is sponsored by New American Funding and made possible by Denim Marketing, the publisher of Atlanta Real Estate Forum, Atlanta's favorite source for real estate and home building news. Denim Marketing is a comfortable fit, like your favorite pair of jeans. Denim Marketing tailors marketing strategies to meet your specific needs and niche. Try them on for size. They will work to create a perfect fit for your company's marketing program. Call them at 770-383-3360 or send an email to info at denimmarketing.com. For more information on Atlanta Real Estate Forum Radio or to inquire about being a guest, contact info at atlantarealestateforum.com. Check out the radio show by visiting atlantarealestateforum.com or by listening to the show on your favorite podcast app. And if you enjoyed today's broadcast, we'd sure appreciate a rating and review on iTunes. Thank you again for listening, and we'll see you next time on Atlanta Real Estate Forum Radio.